episode 17 of the On Tour with Chris Lee podcast. Let's go. Here comes Mr. Lee. 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 Welcome back. It is episode 17 of the On Tour with Chris Lee podcast. Thank you guys for watching, for listening, for if you can't do either of those because your power is out. Thank you just for being here and being a part of this. We feel your energy. Yes. We're the only people that feel the energy because everyone else is out. Power's out. Water's out. Oh my goodness. Let me take the camera real quick. Look at this mess. Whoa. The devastation. Hey, this is devastating. Uh, wow. Hold on. You're going to make somebody throw up. Yeah, I'm making you sick on here, but look at that out there. Crazy. You know, when it snowed like a month ago, it was all good and everything, and we were so excited. Mm-hmm. And... I remember just constantly telling the kids, you guys have no idea how lucky you are right now. Like I thought, okay, moving down here in Texas, our kids will never experience what it's like to go and play in the snow. Nope. And I always kind of missed that part. You know, when we lived in Nashville, we'd get snow two or three times a year. We did. Maybe three or four inches, and it was really exciting. And I think I held that over your head. I was like... Damn it, Texas yeah. never gets any snow. Among other things you held over my head. But yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> but here we are. It's crazy. I mean, I know this has made national news. And a lot of our Texas friends probably aren't being able to listen or watch this right now in the present day. Because the power's out. Mm-hmm. Water's out all over the place. It's a, it's a crazy time to be here. We're one of the very, very lucky neighborhoods, I think, because of the power grid we're on, Mm -hmm. that we're basically unaffected. I mean, it's business as usual for us. No, we can't get around. The the roads are very icy. Um, And a lot of businesses aren't open, for that matter. So, I mean, in grocery stores, like the HEB is only open for five hours today. Mm -hmm. You know, there's definitely um, stores that are running out of water, out of gas, um, little things like that. So... I mean, I went Monday to Walmart, which I normally would have gone grocery shopping anyway, but it took me two and a half hours to get through. Now, granted, I was getting stuff for different neighbors on our block, but I mean, I had a cart full and I just had to get as much as I could. And People most of were it was judging out. you. They like, were judging me. And I was like, bitch, you don't know me. Look, look at this. All the Karens in the store were pointing you out. Mm-hmm. Look at this skinny little bitch. Take grabbing up all the water and the high seas and all the meat. And again, I said, bitch, you don't know me. <laughs> Everybody look at the vegetarian grabbing up all the meat. I no did. Sense. I got the last like meat <laughs> that they had left. And I was like, I'm not eating this. But, you know, I had four kids that are home indefinitely this week without doing school. And so that's three meals and you know, trying to make milk and different dietary needs met and yeah. um, dog food and then trying to help neighbors. We had to get, you know, kit, kitty litter to help because salt was all out. Cat shit. Why do you keep saying that? It's just it's a funny thing It's not cat shit. It's stuff that cats shit on. It's a funny thing to say 
it snowed, so we had to sprinkle cat shit all over Nobody the Nobody says that. Just you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that were the case. I wish that were the answer to the problems of snow and ice is cat shit. Then we would be in trouble because we don't have cats. Yeah. But you did a really cool science experiment yesterday, so you're kind of like educating our kids in the midst of this. You boiled water and then threw it up in the air and it yeah. evaporated. And then we had to explain it. And then I don't know how to well, explain that. The first time I did it, and this is a <laughs> TikTok hack. I'm sure you guys have seen it all over the place. But I took a pot of boiling water. I went outside. And I didn't look exactly. I, I didn't. I was kind of slipping on the ice as I was throwing it at the same time. And I kind of threw it sideways directly at one of our dogs. And I said, don't get the dog. And yeah. He, he I didn't got, see her. You didn't burn her. She but was like, to the left of me. It was at the direction. It got her attention because she ran <laughs> in the house like nobody's business. I know. But we're very safe. Um, we have some people in our team, like our bus driver, Bull, mm-hmm. our singer, Granger. They're both without power and I think water right now. So I, I've offered... For those guys to to have a place to stay to come up here and and it. hang with us, uh, boy, as you can imagine, is just he's like the ultimate survivor man. Like if the apocalypse ever happens, I'm going to Bull's house. He's got all the guns. He knows how to fix things. He's just an engineer by trade. Uh, that's the guy I want on on my side. I'm going to follow him out into the forest if anything like that happens. Granger, on the other hand, is very much relishes the opportunity of survival and getting past this and, oh, let's make the most of it and build a fire and all that God all bless that jazz. Amber. I had just talked to her while you were talking to Granger, and she was like, we're good. Yeah. And then you told me, and I was like, Amber, you turkey. Tell me lied. Girl, yeah. you don't have power. She's like, it's fine. Sitting out there in the cold, nothing but his Bible and his gun. They have good well, attitudes. What more does a man need? Yeah. Good attitudes. I'm impressed. Yeah, so here we are. So I'm I'm ready for this to leave. Me. You know, I think all the like kids are. The first day is like everybody's excited and we're all going out in the snow. Well, it was playing. pretty. It was like snowing, or I'm sorry, skiing snow. It was like fluffy. It was like yeah. what you'd have on the slopes. It was awesome. Now all the snow has frozen to now it's like, I mean, we could, if we had ice skates, we could ice skate across the yard. I feel like Elta, Elta, what the hell's <laughs> wrong with me? Like Elsa like got real bitchy last night and just froze it. It's like... Yeah. What, Arendale? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't, I don't like this. It's not cute. Somebody pissed off Elsa. Yep, she's pissed. So it's been about a week and a half since we've done a podcast. Um, Has it been? That- something like that, yeah. I I got pretty tied up with this. Uh, for those that you didn't, that didn't follow, I, I got my first kind of big shot at something in the comedy world. I got to host... The Saving Our Jobs, and that's literal, uh, Saving Our Jobs Virtual Comedy Festival. And it was so cool. And it was broadcasted. You did so good. Broadcasted and hosted by 30 different arenas across the states in Canada. Thank you. I was very proud of you. But, and all uh, the kids were really proud of you. It was neat. Man, it was, it, was a, cool. it was a lot of fun. And there were some top notch comedians on there. And um, gosh, just watching those guys and girls work and and seeing that world because yeah. I'm I'm very comfortable like on a mic in front of a crowd you know I've been in the music business my entire life but I've always loved comedy I've always loved mm-hmm. making people laugh 
and seeing how that side of it works and how these guys craft their jokes and their their delivery in a lot of ways are not that much different from musicians um, in the sense that they travel all the time. And what's crazy to me, though, is like the big guys, the big, and I'm not talking about the Chappelle's of the world, but maybe just a notch below the Chappelle's of the world. Those guys still go out and play 300 cap venues all the time. Right. And that's just their job. That's just what they do. And um, man, I love it. I hope I get to do more of it. I, I really, really enjoy comedy. Um, I still want to do the country music thing. I still love writing songs. I still love being a tour manager, but I thoroughly enjoy that. And and, and I hope I get more opportunities. You were in your element. It was cool. It, it wasn't a departure. I mean, it wasn't a stretch for you at all. And I'm thankful to whoever passed your name along. And it was great. I mean, you worked very, very hard, but um, I thought it was awesome. So it was cool. I, Thank and you. I love that you like were given a challenge, and I remember you were like, "What do I do?" Like, I don't do this, and I'm like, "God presented you with an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, just go for it. Just, you know, just see." And you did, because so many times, and I bet 99% of the people have been like, "Nope," but you took a chance on yourself, and it worked. It's and now not, you can say you did it. It's not like I have a lot else going on. But fear is paralyzing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the uncertainty or afraid of venturing out and making an ass of yourself. But you make an ass of yourself daily. So it's That's not true. so it's not that big of a deal. And it's not always on purpose. But I like the message it showed our kids. I will say as a mother, it was like you know, take a chance on yourself every now and then, even if it's something that's completely out of your zone. Yeah. So it was cool. I'm proud of you. What was the quote from Eleanor Roosevelt? Do something every day that scares you. I'm paraphrasing there, but it's something to that effect. Well, I do. That's so true. And it, that's such a unique outlook to take with you in everyday life. Do something every day that scares you. But what if, like, every, like I mean, the scariest thing we did today was go out on the ice. To save my dogs that couldn't get the stairs. <laughs> we didn't live life to the fullest today, that's for sure. We've been... Hey, I um, washed my hair today. I'm not saying you haven't and, and been And busy, I did it quick. Hey, but, that, yeah, I know we, what you're We saying. didn't exactly go seeking adventure. I think we're just ready for this mess to pass through and well, to warm up again. Honestly, I'm living in like in fear that our power is going to go out any second. Knock on wood. I don't want the dogs to bark. But so... I'm trying to do things in like quick increments. Mm-hmm. So, because if it does go out, then I'm like, well, we're prepared. So yeah. I don't want to go outside because what if I can't get warm enough before the power goes out? It's that kind of idea. Like I told Rain to stop going outside and playing in the snow. Because yeah. if you get frostbite, I can't warm you up, kid. We don't have a fireplace. Little yeah. things like that. So, yes, please, winter, go away. Please. Yeah. Prayers and, and thoughts yes. for all those millions of people. Um, mostly Texans that are enduring this right now without power, oh, without water, um, and the man. animals and the elderly people. It just is heartbreaking. Yeah, so many people. So yes. We, so I think we'd be remiss since we uh, since we did our last podcast episode. We've had a few things happen. What? Uh, yeah. Like what? The whole uh, well, cancel culture strikes again. The Morgan Wallen deal. And Allison is a... She's not a country music fan. I'm not. I mean, she likes 
the 90s country and everything, but she is a huge Morgan Wallen fan. I don't know what it is about this guy. Well, he's very talented. He's got an awesome voice. I know, voice. but like, he I looks kinda, cool. He doesn't look cool. It looks ridiculous. But I kind of got a thing for this guy. Like, if you and I go south, I kind of like it. But I'm just saying. God, that. It's so, I know, it's so stupid. Because then, like, I look at him and, like, if he's not singing, and I'm like, that guy is ridiculous. But I love this guy's voice. And the day that everything started blowing up, I went to go pick up something. And I had my windows down. I was coming home. And I was listening to Whiskey Glasses with the Mm -hmm. windows down. And if someone had heard me, they would have been like, hey, asshole, turn it off. You know, like, because I wasn't supposed to be listening to him anymore. Right. And then I was very conflicted because what he did, nope, don't do it. I mean. It was awful. No way. We don't do it. No, thank you. But I like listening to his music. And so I'm very torn because I like, I have convictions. I get that. I understand. And I went through. I'm not comparing the two, but I went through something similar with Sounds the Sounds like you're comparing the two. I'm not. It's apples and oranges. But the thing with the Dixie Chicks... Oh, don't. That's new. I was no. pissed. I was pissed at the time that that happened. And I was just dead set on just warding them off for the rest of my life. And we had a... As far as country radio is concerned, there was a cancel culture... Uh, engaged then with them. Hell yeah, they, they were bulldozing over their records. They stopped playing their records and everything. And, and that's the whole, what Morgan did was awful. And this is coming from someone, um, it's just bad. There's no way to paint around it. What he said was an awful, yeah, but, I don't care that he was drunk. Mm-mm. You know, a lot of people say sober thoughts come out um, when you're drunk. But what he what he did, what he said, it was terrible. I'm not going to sit here, sit here and defend the guy. Then don't. I'm not. I'm not defending the guy. I'm not defending the actions. What I have an issue with is cancel culture in general, whether it's this, whether it's the the young lady, Gina Carano, the ex-MMA girl turned actress. You don't know anything about her, but she's amazing. And She's not that amazing. She's she's amazing. She's a great woman. She would be... If she's getting canceled, she's not awesome. The point is, cancel culture is these major entertainment groups and the social media accounts and news are making decisions for us. They're basically saying, oh, well, this person isn't good for you. So we're canceling them. And that's what I don't appreciate. I I could very well say, you know what? I don't like what Morgan said. I'm not going to listen to another record of his, right? Or Gina, what she did was not very cool. I'm not going to watch another show that she's on. But we have pe- these people in these organizations that are making these decisions for us. And well, that's what I don't like. How Okay, I get that. But I was proud of country radio in the sense that this guy, great. I'm so glad he's talented. And yeah, like Rolling Stone had literally just written this huge article how he is potentially the next global star and out of country music it's you know and his record had been doing you know breaking records and it was just doing great but you can't act like an asshole and be got and get away with it and he'd been given i think this is his fourth chance so country media country radio and Hold label on. Th- these things he did before we got arrested are, are outside nothing of nothing 
Ke- uh, Kid Rock's place. None of the things he did before warrant, in my opinion, less airplay or canceling of any type. Okay. So it's not like this is a fourth strike. Okay. This, in my opinion, was one big strike. See, and I don't. I think people have been you giving think he, him... Because he was kissing girls at a fraternity party or sorority party in Alabama after a football game. That's a strike. That's I, a bad Yeah, I do think it was a strike. I because don't. if he was going to go on SNL and represent country music, which is a huge honor oh, because they only have bullshit. so many acts a year. Come on. A season, the I should say. The guy wears a mullet. He's got cut off sleeves. Are you going to let sings, me answer? He sings songs about whiskey glasses. I mean, yeah, he tells us who he is. I don't know why we're shocked. What's, he's not. No one asked him to, to be this... This um, icon that our kids are supposed to look up to. Oh, thank he's not. God. He's a country music artist. He sings about whiskey glasses. But there. Are, but my point is, I'm glad country radio finally said, "Okay, that's it. You can't get your shit together. We're done. Like you need to get away for however long it takes. Think about your actions and how it's affected your career. And if you can rehabilitate yourself." Come back because you are talented They're and you're good for that, radio. Though. They're not saying you can come back once you get your stuff together. Well, it's I'm, cancel, I, cancel, cancel. You're no. done. No one's. You're dead to everyone. No one's ever going to hear from you again. And that's to me. That's the biggest thing. Is we want to teach all inclusion and forgiveness and everything. And I'm not saying we should just turn the other cheek in this ordeal and say, "Hey, Morgan made a mistake. He said he's sorry." Let's just go back to listening to his records. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm also not going to sit here and say, let's permanently cancel this man forever. And the people that are doing the canceling, that's what they're saying. Well, I that don't... That there's no going back. But, but he was um, invited by the NAACP to come and listen to them and understand the meaning of that word, which I thought was very cool because that was the first... Um, organization to reach out to him mm-hmm. to talk to him and let him have a chance to kind of rehabilitate maybe not the image but to try to make to wrong a right if you will right but i'm so conflicted because i do believe this kind of stuff has to stop and i feel like there was finally a momentum where that word was finally being beat down and the treatment you know the the i don't know the I don't know. The what, the treatment towards women was starting to... We were getting stronger. And, like, there was becoming a more of equal playing field. But when people keep talking like that, it just... it there's People died for that word. And mm-hmm. you can't act like that. And But it's also hard to raise four kids and say, you got to forgive. you got to forgive. And so, while I think he needs to go away for a while and figure it out... Um, and he said that believe. much, too. I mean, yeah, but he, he said, said that after SNL. He said, his, I have a drinking problem, and I need to get it together. Gotcha. He didn't. But in his very long apology, I don't know if you watched this. I didn't. He gave like a 12-minute apology. Okay. And it was very much, hey, don't support me right now. Well, his album don't, sales are up by how much? Yeah. And I tend to think I was just, believe it or not, discussing this on Facebook with someone yesterday which I never engage in this type of stuff on Facebook. I don't think my place is to discuss this type of stuff, but I just felt like kind of jumping in on this thing here. And we're so quickly to say conservatives have driven his record sales up by a thousand percent. I don't think that's fair to say. I tend to believe personally that, and I, I think you're sick of the cancel culture as well, being a liberal woman, 
that we're all collectively kind of tired of being told who we should listen to and who we should not listen to and having all of our information dictated by someone else. I don't feel that I'm being told who to listen to who not to. You don't think cancel culture is regulating what you listen to and who you watch? Not necessarily. Because well, I mean, a lot of people still have deals and they can still listen to them out there. But I do believe that, you know, he's been given a lot of chances. So that's why, don't you feel like his apology was fell on deaf ears? Maybe a little of it was like, you've said, I'm sorry, a lot. You know, cancel culture. I think this is a different deal. I, I, I do. I don't know. The cancel culture thing, though, it's hard because we're all human and we're all of the flesh and we're asked to forgive. But I think in those lines of forgiveness, you want to see that someone's tra- trying to change. I mm-hmm. think that needs that that's the guidelines of forgiving. I mean, we should forgive wholeheartedly. But like he's not does he is he trying to change? I don't know. Because well, that remains to be seen. I know. And that's exactly my point here is I'm not saying let's forgive, forget and move on, mm-hmm. continue listening to Morgan Wallen but records and go to his concerts. I think time will tell if he is reformed, if he has changed. That's what what I have an issue with is the people that will look at someone like that and say, he said the Mm N-word, he's racist now, he always has been, and he always will be. I just think he's a His records will never be played again. Well, that's not an excuse either. No. But I watched my my grandfather, and these are totally different circumstances, but my grandfather, I remember when I was a kid, would use that word a lot. And it was never out of hatred. It was just... It was part of his vocabulary. And when I would ask him about it, he would say, well, that's just what we call him. And I, and I could not. It just blew my mind, you know, in the early 80s that someone was still using that word. But over time, he changed. Mm-hmm. And he evolved. And he was a great, great man. He was a man of the cloth. Quote, quote you any verse out of the Bible. So he didn't, that wasn't coming from a place of hatred. Maybe it, deep down, historically it had been, how how he had heard it from his father and his sure. grandfather. But he was using it because, I hate to say it, he didn't know any better. But yeah. he changed and he became more educated. And he even said to me, son, I I use that word and, and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's wrong and I'm, I'm not going to use it anymore. So I, I don't buy the notion that, no one can change. No, I I completely agree. But that's why we have to protect. This is like the the you know the fringe of the First Amendment, mm-hmm. and we can't tell people. It's hard to censor because that's what makes our country so freaking amazing, and why so many people want to live here because you can say things that you would otherwise get stoned or put to death for saying, mm-hmm. and. It's the reason why you and I are kind of fun because we do say things that are we totally disagree in, right. but that's our right, and it helps me grow and learn in things that maybe I was a lot more close-minded about, um, and, and vice versa. But damn it, Morgan Wallen! <laughs> I think I'm I think just we very both, frustrated. I think we all should pray for this man's soul. I think we should pray that. 
he he recovers from this. He becomes a better person from this. He learns. He grows. And this version of him that we saw on that awful video using that word, I pray that one day he looks back at that and he says, I'm not that guy anymore. No matter what happens to him, no matter if he, he never sells another record, I hope that's what happens for him. And I, you know, the, the big question that I have in all of this, and I like to look at this with hypotheticals, but what if there was no canceling of Morgan Wallen in this ordeal here? Do you think, and this is an honest question, mm-hmm. so please answer it honestly. Okay, always. Do you think if there were no canceling, if no one was canceling record contracts or CMT wasn't canceling his videos or whatever, do you think that his record sales would have skyrocketed by a thousand percent? Hell no. No. He was already doing great. But it pissed me off that That's we're my so point. divided. That's like, my point. Yeah. Is that the, the whole influx of record sales and this thousand percent increase, I don't think it's because people all of a sudden became no. a fan of a guy using the N-word. It's because people are tired of being told what to do and who they should listen to and what they should watch. Yeah, but it bothered me. And I don't read, like, I don't have the Twitter. I said the Twitter. <laughs> Good grief. I don't have that stuff that y'all have. Mm-hmm. So when I read forums or, like, a comments, it's usually, it's usually like BuzzFeed. But, um... It bothered me how many people were like, well, it doesn't bother me that much. I'm like, the hell? It doesn't yeah. bother you that much? Like, what the hell time period are we living in? And it bothered me greatly that so many people have gone out to buy the albums to basically, it's kind of like an F you to, the, to that, that word. And it, that really upsets my heart. Again, I tend to believe people are buying it because they're tired of being told that they can't listen to Morgan Wallen. Well, you can still listen to him. People don't want to be told what to do. People don't like being told they have to pay taxes. I mean, that's just... Why? I don't mind paying taxes. That's how we are as human nature, as Americans, those that seek freedom, that don't want to be oppressed. That's what we seek. We don't like people telling us what to do. Yeah, I'd love equal pay. Well, you got to get a job first. I have a... (laughs) <laughs> job i get way underpaid too but anyway come on morgan so damn you man i'll just have to privately listen to those songs and that's just, that's so funny to me my liberal wife finally finds a country singer i know and then y'all likes. do that shit to me come on <laughs> i know like ugh, so annoying i just no i mean whatever the last singers before that was like uh the dixie chicks <laughs> <laughs> Those are like right. my albums. Yeah, just pick a normal singer. My goodness. Pick a... Excuse me. Natalie Maines is like my hero. Okay, I'm just saying. Pick a non-polarizing no. country artist. Pick a Terry Clark or something. I liked her. But no, yeah. I like... I like... I don't know. We like... We like Blackpink. Really cool J-pop group. Love Lady Gaga. Katy Perry. I don't know. I don't listen to country music. I like well, those aren't country artists you just named. You're missing four. Oh, they'll probably be on one of those crossroads one day soon. So just yeah. hang in there. But what else? I think that's gonna do it for this you episode. You feel uh, good? Yeah, I feel, you feel great. Like you got it out of your system. We're matching. I feel yeah. We're matchy matchy. I'm surprised you could even see us. <laughs> so but, funny. Uh, I'm freezing my balls off. We I gotta ho- go warm up. <laughs> I hope you guys are being safe out there. Uh 
man, this is crazy. This is, you know, the wind turbines. Oh, we have all this We're wind We're not talking energy. about this. Uh-uh. Okay. No. She but does. you know what? Random fact. The most used thing in a shelter is, what I tell you today it was? Toilet paper. No, it wasn't. Chris, seriously? Socks. Thank you. Socks. So if you have extra pairs laying around, do a good deed and donate them to a local shelter. How are you going to get them to a local shelter? I didn't say right. I can't even go to the oh beer gosh, store I, right now. Oh my gosh, your problems. People <laughs> are freezing and you're worried about beer. Anyway, be kind to one another. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you don't follow me on Instagram. Then you're smart. It's <laughs> it's Chris Lee Country. <laughs> on TikTok, it's Chris Gaines. And on Facebook, it's Chris Lee. Twitter, Chris Lee Country. <laughs> Like, share, subscribe if you're watching on the YouTube channel. Or pick up a good book and take a nice bath. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Here comes Mr. Lee. Here comes Mr. Lee. Here comes Mr. Lee. Hey, Here comes Mr. Lee.